Hey guys, this is George Nelson White here. Welcome to this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Just wanted to give a couple thank yous before we begin. First of all, just wanted to thank everybody who watched and shared the previous episode. It really means a lot. On YouTube alone, we got 118 views in just a week, which is incredible. Second, I want to thank Daisy Ale Soundworks, the developer of Lost and Hound, for providing me with a code for this review. Really means a lot, man. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Also wanted to say, hope you guys enjoy. Alright, let's get into it. From the beginning, I knew that Lost and Hound would be different. The idea of taking control of a service dog in real-world situations is quite unique in and of itself. Let me make one thing clear though. To my knowledge, Lost and Hound is not an audio game. It's a mainstream game with accessibility features that are supposed to make it playable. I should also mention that there will be those who don't agree with what I'm about to say in this review. That's totally fine. This is my personal experience after all. If you're wondering why I'm not showing that much gameplay in the background, it's because I don't really have much to show. In my 2.6 hours with the game according to Steam, I've only managed to finish the tutorial. The game makes use of what is known as the scent mechanic. You're presented with a scent trail on the ground, represented by a humming sound, which increases in pitch the closer you get to the objective. Sounds easy, right? Well, it's not. You see, the game tries to be as true to life as possible, and so the trail can immediately disappear without a trace. The player is then required to stop, backtrack, and then they've got to change direction until they can find where it continues, which is tedious. You have the ability to sniff, which can guide you in the general direction, but with no way to tell the difference between in front or behind without the narrated compass turned on, you're going to be wandering around the tutorial for hours, sort of like what happened to me. It got so bad that I fell asleep while playing the game, and in my half-sleeping mind, some rando walked up to me and offered to show me where the objective was. No, I'm not lying, that actually happened more than once. I believe that the issue here stems from not having enough customization as far as accessibility is concerned. It also doesn't help that the scent trails aren't spaced apart in some areas, and you can have multiple trails at once. I'm not saying this game is bad, though it might sound like it. There's not much else to say because I haven't gotten past the second level. My verdict is this, if you're curious, give it a try. Who knows? you may end up having a completely different experience to me. If you're still on the fence, I'd wait and see if any patches get released to solve these issues. I'd like to thank Daisy Yale Soundworks for providing me with a code for this review, and if you enjoyed this, please do share, it really helps. This has been George Nelson White, and I'll see you guys in the next one.